coming up on Wingman's Garage. Martin broke the Wall of Death world record at 78.1 miles an hour. The Battle of the Hypers has finally been won. We all three own red bikes now. It just Yay! happens that now I own a red bike. Like we all own red. I'm gonna have to pay my bike now. But she fired it with me. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Welcome to Wingman's Garage, where Chris, the adventurer, Daniel, the track rat, and Tyler, the hooligan, meet to share over 40 years of riding experience. Join them as they discuss their journeys, stories, and events of life on two wheels. Remember, when in doubt, use full throttle. It may not approve the situation, but it will end the suspense. <laughs> right? Dude, it's a white, uh, I still say it's a white rock scene, but I mean, rock scene is white and everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. When in doubt, throttle out. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, welcome back to episode 13 of 13, Wingman's 13, Garage. 13. Yep. Uh, for those of you who celebrate, happy belated Easter. For those of you who don't, well, it was a great Sunday. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Yes. Everyone so, had a good weekend. Yeah. Um, I did. I went and saw Batman. I haven't seen that yet. So yeah, neither have I. It Wednesday. No spoilers. At least not yet. Seeing it Wednesday. Yes. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> that being said, this is Chris the Wingman. Tyler the Batman. I mean, just Tyler. Shut up. Daniel the Pretty Boy. And we are here to talk about a whole bunch of nothing. Well, actually, no. Actually, let's we, start we off. need to start off with one of my heroes. Yes, let's he has start become there. one of an even bigger hero now. Guy Martin broke the Wall of Death world record at seventy-eight point one miles an hour, running sideways. Yes, that's insane. Now, a lot of you are thinking seventy-eight miles an hour. That's not very fast. Have you never seen the Wall, Wall of, death. of Death? If you've seen what this is. It'll make a lot more and it's sense. All, and it's the wall, the way he had it set up. It's almost it's like it was something like 120 feet in diameter. Yeah, it was, he, or it was something huge. It was massive, and it's all and he was pulling four and a half G mm-hmm. at 78. If he would broke 80, he'd have been pulling six G. Now, that is insane. Okay, for those of you who don't know what the wall of death is, imagine a giant barrel. In this mm-hmm. case, how many feet in diameter? I'm gonna check. I want to make sure I'm right. Okay, just. To, a big, a big tube barrel that's you know kind of rounded off on the bottom, and you ride a bike, or in some cases a go kart, because that's what they do at some of the events. They ride a bike around until they actually cl- go up the side of the wall, and they're riding parallel to the floor. And it's insane watching these guys. No gear. I mean, most of the times these bikes are wondering t-shirt. how they ride, how they even run in the first place, because they're all on. Vintage Harleys and Indian Indians. Yeah, vintage Indians. Yeah. He was on a vintage Indian, I want to say. Really? I want to say. Hang on. Yeah, and 78 miles an hour watching these guys, just watching them around the wall of death is insane. Hang on. I mean, one thing goes wrong, the wall of death will earn its name. So, yes. So, Guy Martin broke that. Guy Martin broke that. Um, I'm try- still trying to see. It's, it doesn't tell me how big it is. It's got to be fairly wide to build. build, build yeah, it's that pretty much big. Speed. There's a there's a the lead up on the lead up from BBC Four is on YouTube, so you can see that. And it's and it was an hour long thing where it shows guy training and everything else. And the guy that's learning from that he's learning from, he's got footage of him just in a t-shirt and he's riding on the handlebars. Like, yeah. And it's we'll tag Sideways. it. It's yeah on a wall and we'll tag it. We'll, we'll throw it up on the Facebook page and yeah. we'll tag it and show everybody. But it was other. It's 
one of those things where you look at it and you go, that shouldn't be possible. Yes. Wow, you're lovey tonight. She always is. You, no. She wants food. Oh, she just wants food, even though she has a bowl full. Cats are only satisfied you know, until they can see the bottom of their bowl. True. But, but anyway. Yes, we digress. Oh, yeah. But so, the, that, that's utterly amazing. Yeah. It's, and again, once again, Guy, Guy proves that he's got bigger bowls than all of, of us combined. It's one, And this is also, he's also going after 200 miles an hour in a transit van. Huh. He's going after that this year, and he's doing instead of doing the Isle of Man, he's doing the the Great Divide or whatever. Oh wow! Two and a half week mountain bike race from the top of Canada to Texas. Wow! So okay, everybody's kind of get, getting upset with him about not running the Isle of Man. No, he's doing some stuff. It's probably I don't want to say it's harder. It's a different challenge, and it's a more difficult than those and something areas. he hasn't done. Yeah. So he hadn't won an Isle of Man. He hadn't won a TT yet, but he's won everything else. Yeah. So. I'm all for him going and doing other stuff. Yeah. Have at it, dude. I wish I had your abilities and I could have your lifestyle, but I, my brain doesn't work the way yours does. No. Yeah. Which, in some ways, is for self-preservation. Yeah, that when too. When you get bigger, too, I mean, how long can you keep racing, Alamann, before your luck runs out? That is true, too. John McGinnis is knocking on 43. Well. And he's three away from he's – he's, he's already said he's going to tie Joey and then quit. Wow. He's gonna tie Joey and stop. So it's gonna be another two, three years. He'll run and then he'll quit. Well, so all the best of luck to him yeah. in that he'll endeavor. Do that and then he'll be like, okay, one more year I'm gonna be. Nope, him. he's gonna stop because he's Joey's his hero. And he's like, I just want to equal Joey. I'm done. <laughs> um, but another note. Now that we're we talked about guys and guys leading in the race that we're watching right now. We're watching what the South- Southern. We're watching yeah. Southern Hundred from 2013. Yeah, and he's on the Tyco Jitra 1000 right now. Nice. And Another big road race that's not quite as well known in, as it's, the it's it's on the Isle of Man. Yeah, it's in the center of the island, and it's about it's four and a quarter miles long. But this is a legitimate race, not a this TT. is a this is a full on every mass start race. Yeah. So Whereas the TT, you're basically just trying to get the best time. Yeah. Uh, they're fighting for place, and this is an actual race. But that's still pretty damn insane. Though. This is. This isn't even a crazy one. The, the uh, Northwest 200 is the crazy one. Yeah, that's the big one. That's the one where every they're dead straight for about five miles, and everybody's just drafting off each other and everything else. <laughs> but um, Racing that we've never seen the likes of here in the U.S. And I will eventually see either the Northwest or the Ulster. It's on the bucket list. The Ulster is actually the fastest race ever recorded. Really? It's the fastest average lap for a motorcycle race ever. Damn. It's 135, 137 miles an hour average lap. Wow. When Barry and Barry Sheen did it, mm. it's something crazy. That's Not like crazy. an old GP bike or whatever. But yeah, it's it, it's utterly nuts. Huh. But anyway, we're gonna we we talk about this a lot. You we'll right. talk about it when it starts happening. Again. Right. And, uh, let's see. As far as racing goes, MotoGP starts again. No, MotoGP's no, no. got Coda this yeah. this coming weekend. Yes. Coming up real soon. Uh, Circuit of the Americas and... And AMA Austin. starts. AMA. AMA starts that weekend, AMA too. AMA Road Racing. Yeah, AMA Road Racing. Um, what about dirt? Anything happen this week? Yeah. No, they had an off weekend. Yeah, Easter weekend figures. A lot of people are. But it's going to be fun because Jake Gagne was on Superbike, and he was leading the timesheets for a couple of sessions. Um, they drafted in Tony Elias. 
to ride the Yosh bike while Jake Lewis wow. is still recovering. And that dude there, mm-hmm. Tony's going to be ridiculous. Tony's fast. If he's not racing this year, like if he's just doing this for a stopgap, he might just get him an AMA ride off this, or he might just get a team saying, hey, bring us a bike, we'll fix it up, and you can run. Huh. Um, just because Tony was – he's never been – that I'm aware of, I don't think he's actually ran a production-based bike. He may have run it once or twice, but I, my understanding and my recollection, he's only been on prototypes. So he's only been on GP bikes. So first time being on a super bike with steel brakes – Mm-hmm. And not he's those carbon brakes. Not run the carbon the walls that you run into. Right. Um, and he's third against Hayes, Bobier, and Roger. Right. On a track that he's been never been to. That's not bad at all. I mean, <clears throat> Tony's going to be a surprise, and a Jake, they're sticking with Jake, and Jake's going to be on the bike. But I, ooh, Tony might be a headhunter this year, and maybe even next year. Because there's a couple of contracts that might be coming up at the end of the year. And if Tony wants to come play, I don't see why they AMA wouldn't try to keep on keep hold on to him just to have some cachet and some, you know, somebody there to race. Right. Because then they had <clears throat> Sheridan Marias on the Aprilia that was doing well. But other than that, I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to it just because the racing hadn't started. Right. Um Kind of tune that out until it actually happens. Yeah, but it'll start Coda weekend. Um, I just hope it's not the Josh and Cameron show again. Right. I really hope there's not a couple of people up front. Again, it comes down to those moments in, yeah. in races when it's like it's more interesting to watch who's fighting for fourth and fifth mm-hmm. than it is to watch anything else. Because if Cameron just checks out, it's not fun anymore. That's why I enjoy watching the 600 races more because it was JD, because it's JD and Garrett again. Um, Hayden, I think, is in it again. No, Hayden's on, Hayden Gillum's on a Superstock bike. He is on the Cycle World Jixxer 1000. So, 600 class is going to be interesting this year. It'll be fun. Because they're putting the Super Stock 600 and the Super Sport classes together. Right. That um, should be. A, I don't see why they're. Match. I don't see why they're going to do that. Because a Super Stock 600 bike in this, between the, like a, a privateer run Super Stock 600 race bike and a Super Sport bike, the only real difference is the tires. So, right, you're not really proving much, personally, except you're just trying to fill a grid up. Which I get that, just so it looks better on TV. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I'm I'm excited for it and. All that good stuff. Yep. That's, that's about up. it. And, of course, Dirt uh, Supercross will be coming back. Uh, when do you think <clears> that's going to happen? Uh, they'll be back this weekend. They are <clears> – where are they racing? I forgot. Uh, it's about time for – They're going back to the West Coast. Um, it's not Anaheim. Santa Ana. I can't think of where what the track is. I don't know. I don't follow. Yeah, them. anyways, back to Cali. Uh, West Coast 250s are back. Going, um, going, back, back honestly, to Kelly, <laughs> wow. Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> it's not Thursday. <laughs> Still no. running, but, uh, yeah. Um, not much in the way of dirt. Um, Still not, no, not no really word over what's uh, going on with the whole controversy from last week. Yeah, pretty much. They they never came out and said what team filed the petition. Nobody found out. I would really hope he find Like, he knows. 
Because I would put the hardest possible pass on that person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd put that dude in the stands. I wouldn't <laughs> care. But anyway, I'm, I'm vindictive like that. <laughs> That's yeah, what we call uh, track justice, kids. It kind of died down, and nobody's really been talking much this week. So. Right. Huh. But anyway. I guess we'll see what happens uh, when it all starts up again. Yep. Yep. Well, moving out of Let's talk about bikes news. now. Yeah, let's talk about some bikes. Let's talk uh, about bikes and new acquisitions and everything Yes, else. as as you've right. been listening over the last couple of episodes, the Battle of the Hypers has finally been won. It's finally actually ended. Yes, it's been won and ended. I am no longer the owner of the <laughs> ZX-14. Thank you, God. I now own a 2008 Ducati Hypermotard 1100. And it's so and, uh, much better than that freaking ZX-14. I've said it earlier. I'm going to say it again for everyone listening. This Hypermotard is the absolute most fun I've ever had on two wheels. And this is all, this is coming from the owner of uh, a former owner of an FZ09. An FZ09, which actually was one of my favorite bikes, period. Um, I've had several bikes in this the standard Street Fighter category. I've had the Tuono 1000. I've had my Speed Triple 1050. Uh, I've had that FZ09. I've got a Gladius 650, uh, which is for sale if anybody's interested. <laughs> um, but I will say... This Hyper Motard has exceeded every expectation I've had of it, uh, and then some. It it is torquey as hell, super fun to ride. Uh, it might not be the fastest thing out there, you know. I think a buck twenty, a buck twenty five is all I'd want to get out of that bike. But I will say it it makes me respect hundred miles an hour again. Yeah, because at that speed, I feel every single mile, and it feels fast. Yeah. And it's fun. Slow back roads, this bike will take it like it's nothing. Oh, that thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Now, we're going to compare the FZ09, which is really kind of the only bike I've had that's, that's kind of, that's not even kind really of good. comes close to it. Yeah. FZ09 had a great engine. That's all Phenomenal engine. But that suspension going around the corner, not even trying to ride hard, you'd think it'd be, you'd be coming off of that bike or it'd be coming out from under you. Just the way it's, it's set up. And again... It's an eight thousand dollar bike. The sad thing was, I was actually really interested in one of those. Yeah, you did. You, long, you actually wrote, wanted to buy mine. I for wanted a while. to buy yours for a little yep. bit, but uh, I just it. The suspension needs work to make yeah. it a serious contender. Now, this Hypermotard has zero problems as far as that goes. Oh, it's fantastic. No matter what I did to, because I took it out for about seventy five miles today yeah. in the back roads and threw it around in the corners. It was like on rails. I mean, I could throw it in as hard as I want, even into a sharp 90-degree turn, doing five miles an hour, throwing it in there. Yeah. And this thing was glued to the road, even with old road tubes. Yeah, they're the, the tires are the first thing you need to change. And they'll change, but for now, they've, they've got to stay for a little bit longer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, absolute most fun I've ever had. And I was warned by at the dealer before I left that the Ducati factor would hit in. It has. Mm. I am utterly amazed at the attention this bike gets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it. It. The looks you get are. It surprises me. I mean, the first time that I ran out of gas. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, at I least it's light enough to push for for a while. Well, I didn't push it. Do. I wasn't going to do that. So okay, let me let me rewind. In the entire was the sixteen in the fourteen years I've been riding. It was the first time 
I ever ran out of gas. Oh, you you popped your cherry. Yep. Four, oh. 14 years later, I was leaving the shop, going to get gas nonetheless. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just stopped. And it wouldn't start. So I can't say that I've ever run out of gas. Uh, I've done it plenty of times on a dirt bike and in places you don't want to run out of gas. But Well, I think you're about to. <laughs> so. I ran out of uh, gas pulling into a gas station that wasn't open. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Coasted in and it quit. I was like, are you serious right, right. now? So, Pushed it another two miles into a gas station. Oh, I, was pissed. I wasn't about to push my bike up. Cool Springs Boulevard. No. I just sat on the road, and actually somebody passed, uh, came and stopped and checked on me because I had already called our kid Blake. Oh, is this the kid that I didn't think was going to be able to make it into Deadpool? Yeah, that guy. He came, and he brought me a gallon of gas from the shop. But I'm sitting there waiting. probably going to put it on that damn FJ rods. (laughs) Um, And this guy pulls up next to me. He's like, hey, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm on the phone. I had to pull over. <laughs> you lying fuck. Yeah, you couldn't tell the antenna was up on my my pack dock. It was all good. So, anyways, I fight, I get some gas and I go up to the gas station. And as I'm sitting there filling up, this lady gets out of her soccer mom mobile and she walks up and she looks at it and she looks at it again. And she looks at me, that is a pretty bike. I'm like, thanks, and off she goes. Yeah. So I'm still filling up. And this old dude, country guy, came out of his busted-ass F-150 and walks up and goes, damn, that's a pretty bike. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it happens all the time. Today, riding around, and uh, I had to go get some bolts for some of these things we have at the shop that are kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, And I walk into Lowe's, and as I'm walking across, some of the guys are sitting out there, and they're like, Holy crap! Is that a Ducati? Yeah. Well, see, it's it, it it's the it's the name. Yeah. It, it's it's the well, name. It's red. It's that pretty. Means, it doesn't look like anything else yeah, on the exactly. road. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been out in a restaurant or or somewhere, and I'm inside and I'm I'm leaving or I'm walking out or whatever, and I put my jacket on and it's red and white, and because Tyler has to match everything apparently. I I actually I can't say I wish I'd gotten right. blue, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm the guy that everybody buys stuff from, and they're like, well, it's got to match my bike. And I'm like, I don't think any of my stuff matches. For some reason, the last, like, five things I bought have matched. This is why right. I, I go with black. <laughs> I don't care. I want I got a black jacket. My gloves are black and red. And my helmet's black and yellow. See, my issue is I just like red. I used to ride a Monster Energy Kawasaki. You, you know, did have that bike, didn't you? Done, I forgot about that. Done, you know, and I wore red gear with it. Like every, I just I like red gear. We all three own red bikes now. It just Yay! happens that now I own a red bike. Too, like we so. all own red. I'm gonna have to paint my bike now, just because I can't be like all you. But yeah, guys. people would be like, "Hey, dude, you riding the Ducati out in the parking lot?" Yeah, it's mine. Man, that thing is sick, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. Like we can park all three of the bikes together. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go look at your two. Right off the jump, they ain't gonna look at my bike. I can guarantee it. Of course, I don't really give a shit. I don't. I, I don't care. I'm gonna leave all of you on a straightaway at least. But you'll leave me behind. Yeah. Show, but, hey. but it's it's the Ducati thing. It's yeah. always that way. Yeah. You th- there was a PB Performance Bikes magazine, which again is the only magazine I buy motorcycle wise because American magazines suck. They're not. Good. They're just advertising. It's really. just advertising. I swear to you, if one of these magazines asked me to write for them, I would. 
just because I would be writing for a motorcycle magazine. Mm-hmm. But I look at him and go, we need to work on this because this looks like shit. Right. See, we need a we've got mountain bike action and <clears throat> motocross action. We had Road Racer X for years. I was I subscribed to that from the minute it started. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I love that magazine. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but they had a performance bike magazine. They they do a performance test and a lap time test, and they pick a different track every year, every other year. The year they did this, it was they took everything over the Nurburgring, and it was the 1098S, I think, or 1198. It was before the Panigale, and the F4 1000. This is the year the F4 1000 actually broke the track record. Out wow. There. And with the guy that was Andy Pilgrim, I think, not Andy Pilgrim, Andy something, Andy Path. That's the guy's name. This is the guy who had the track record, and they put him on this F4, and he went and broke it again. They parked the Ducati and the MV next to each other. 90% went to Ducati, which I don't understand because the MV is always a beautiful And MV is always going to look better than Ducati, than Ducati to me. Yeah. Sorry, that's just me. Yeah. Because the, the way the Ducatis are, it's doesn't have that Italian flair. Like from when a nine from the triple nine to the ten ninety eight, you it, I liken it to from where the three fifty five Ferrari went to the three sixty. The three sixty is beautiful. The four five the four thirty is beautiful. Four five eight, I wouldn't call it beautiful. It's pretty, it's striking, but it's not beautiful the way a three sixty is to me. Right. I actually like the new was it the, the, the four eighty eight? The one that's the front end. Oh, the 612, the Berlin F. That car's yeah. fucking insane. Right. But anyway, but see, that's the thing. It's the Ducati effect. Yeah, but it's the Ducati effect. If you see Ducati, and it's like there's three brands everyone will recognize, whether it's any kind of anything like anything motivated, Ferrari, Harley-Davidson, and Ducati. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything else, but they'll, one of those three, they'll already know, okay, that's what that is, that's cool. Right, right. Guess what? You just bought into that. Have fun, Chris. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Absolutely. Y'all, and it's, it. The funny thing is, I'm the one that owns the BMW, and it's and we all own red bikes, like we just said. Having ridden the Hypermotard oh, he, today. We tried to get it on which we have We have tried twice to get me on film. I am anti-camera, apparently. Because every time we try and do anything, the, camera, the dies. camera dies. Or it's out of memory. Or it's out of memory or something. This is what you do. You come up to the Bowling Green on Sunday. <laughs> And let me go tear around, the, not the track, but go tear around a back road real quick and go up to past the, the Bowling Green, the, mm-hmm. the vet plant, and come back on it. Because I'll be up there all freaking weekend. <laughs> but um, having ridden it, when I first did, when I went into the first corner, I'm not used to a, just the way that it sits. I'm not used to the, the geometry on it. Mm-hmm. So it felt a little... I, it, it took a little bit of getting it used took, to it. It's, it's going to take – if I were on it more, I would get used to it and be fine. But when you tip in, it felt really weird. I was like, I don't know where the front end's going right now because I just wasn't speaking the language. So I went to the corner and I finally figured it out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's how it works. So we turned around and I rapped on it. I was like, you know what? Chris is behind me. He knows I'm not going to do anything stupid. Fuck it. I'm going to see what happens. I ripped on it. And I'm in first, so it spins up. It kind of dances a little bit. The front end picks up a little bit, and I take off. 
I look down, I'm doing a buck fifteen. It feels like you're doing two hundred miles an hour. And my little Gladius 650 was trying to keep up. Oh, it was. Uh, again, it was a valiant effort. On it the was a valiant part. effort on the Gladius's part. I wish the the helmet cam worked too. Right. So we could have seen me dancing and yep. all that mess. But so take off, and I'm not kidding. One fifteen is all I want on that bike. Yeah, I've I've taken it to one twenty. That first night I had it, I want. 115. That was with the, the shield. It came with the Fabrio windscreen on it. Oh, did it come with Oh, that one? thing had to come off. It looks yeah. hideous, but it blocks. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't. Oh, it it does? does nothing to block. It sends more wind at you. It had to come off. I mean, sitting there with that screen on, the wind was hitting me so hard that if I relaxed at all, it was all over the place. Oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, so it came off. And I couldn't even tuck because I'd have a face full of, or chin full of uh, shield. Yeah. But see, the thing about it is... One thing, because I haven't spent a whole lot of time on big twins. Mm-hmm. I grew up on little twins. I mean, it was I've been I was on an, an SB for twelve years. So riding your Gladius is like, oh, it's a nice pair of shoes. <laughs> you know, it's like your comfortable flip flops you always wear. But a big twin. See, you don't realize. I don't know if you don't realize you're not going that fast or what, but it doesn't. It's not intimidating. It feels about like 105, 110 horsepower. Oh, it's got about 99. Yeah, it feels about 100 horsepower. And it feels about like 60 to 70 pound-feet of torque. About 73. And it's... Actually, I think I'm high on the horsepower actually. It's like 94. It's not scary. No. It doesn't have a big hit like the BMW has. Which, by the way, when I get a new frame slider, one of you two needs to get, help me out with this one. we got to call R. Yeah, i got to call RNG and figure that out. So once I get that here, I'll let you guys ride it just to show you what the... The hell's going on with this thing, and so it's not scary. You can commute on it and be fine. Oh, I can ride. I think I can ride this thing all day. You can ride it all day and be fine. And I'm actually gonna see next time you're around. I'll holler at Dallas because I know you'll let Dallas ride. Oh yeah, Dallas is dying for something, and he's wanting something comfortable. I'm like, look, you need one of these probably because yeah. we about I about had him calling. My buddy John, mm-hmm. the guy with the Tuano, because he dropped the price on it. Gotcha. Forty-seven hundred bucks huh. for an 08 silver and black Tuano. The Tuano is a different machine. I know, but see, that's what Dallas is wanting something big twin. Yeah. And he can sit up on. He he can chase me and Uncle Steve, uh, me and Pops yeah. on. Honestly, that the Tuano is a great bike, and uh, I was actually kind of recording what selling my monster thing at twelve hundred R. There you go. <laughs> um. You want a twelve? You don't need a twelve hundred R. You want to need it? Twelve hundred R. I don't need an eleven hundred Evo. I want to ride that one. I want to see the difference between. Those oh, two. I had fun riding that. I, I want to see the difference between. We need those to go two. back to back now. Yeah. In fact, you need to ride it. My hyper. We need to back. sit there and just do a round robin. Exactly. We'll go on a like on a real quick little twenty mile loop, and then we'll switch each time and we'll all cruise. Exactly. We yeah. need to do that. But uh, that Tuano, that thing, yeah, it's a. It's a street fighter. It's still a, a full race it's a bike. Fucking RSV. It, it is. It's a R- naked RSV. That's all it is. Yeah. So that there's said, no difference. If he's looking for comfort, he's not going to find it there. No. If he's looking for something that he can ride back and forth to work on, it'll do it, but it won't be happy. I'm thinking he's probably going to end up with like a street triple R or something like that, which is uh, perfect for him. Honestly, I think a street triple or speed triple. I told him to get a speed triple R. If you can find one of those like 2011, 2012 speed triple R. With the TTX and the front end and the PBM wheels already on it and everything, I told him like you find one of those, jump on it. Well, I know somewhere that had there's a 
2008 Hyper Motard 1100S with Kirby pipes and everything ready to go for six grand. Is that one that, that one down at left? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's actually Birmingham. Shit. I'll talk to him. I actually thought about buying that one instead, but I didn't. Was that that white one you showed me? No. No? Was it another red one? It was a red one. Okay. Yeah, with all the Something about that damn red, too. It's a different shade of red than my bike. Something different. I'm not kidding. Y'all gonna make me pay my Duck red. Y'all gonna make me pay my fucking motorcycle. (laughs) I want to do the Tyco thing. You should. But that's a lot of damn work, and I don't want to take my bike apart yet. No. Yeah. You know, because then I gotta paint it white, right? And then get the—I mean, you can do the vinyl, I get that, but right. still, I want to do something. Actually, I'd like to do something just because get it back to red, and then do something cool vinyl-wise with it there, but that way. Right. But we'll figure that out later. Oh. Anyway, but the Hyper Motard's fantastic. It's yeah. a very good bike. Absolutely. Fine. And now Chris has a bike he can actually come do a track day on, and I'm gonna drag his ass out to the track day, which I don't know if you're gonna be down, if you're gonna be able to, but May first. Is the Sunday? I'll be very honest, and for reasons I will not mention here, it'll be very hard for me to do anything extracurricular until after June. Yeah, I understand why. Yeah, <laughs> um, I will figure out when they're going to have one at a little tally or something like that, and we'll go down there. Right. Because I've got a trailer that we can hook two. We can put at least two on there. I mean, hell, at this point, I'd be happy running a very large go kart track. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> little Talladega. We'll go down a little tally. Yeah, Little Talladega is actually, a, that's what it is. It's a really big go-kart track. And we'll run down there and see if Dad, if I don't know if Dad be able to go down. Because if he, if he goes down, he can bring the camper. Yes. But if he doesn't come down, we're just going to have to take tents or something. But whatever. Doesn't matter. Right. Or if we can get, get Steve to come down, he can bring the hauler. <laughs> there you go. Because we can put all the we can put all the bikes and the shit in the hauler, and, the can, and he got the sleeper in it, too. So we can right. sleep in there. But I'm not volunteering Steve's shit yet, so anyway. <laughs> we can let Dallas do that. Yeah, we'll let Dallas do all that shit. <laughs> but um Yeah. I but mean, yeah, just we've got now that you have a bike that can do that, and we'll convince Tyler to bring his ass out. Mm-hmm. Come do track day. Five of us on a racetrack would be scary. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be bad. Hey, go find go find yourself a seven forty eight. You can find the Damn that ride the monster. <laughs> He's afraid to hurt the monster. Fuck that. Go buy yourself a $1,500 Monster 750. <laughs> Damn that. Go find you a $2,000 SB650 and beat the shit out of it. There's that, too. Beat the ever-loving piss out of it. And then you'll have mm. something that if you slide it sideways, you're only in it two grand. Off and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, you're only in it two grand. I keep saying that Ninja 250 sitting downstairs. Dude. Let's finish that. I'm down. Let's I'll race. race the, I will race the shit out of that bike. <laughs> Give, let me have that damn thing. I'll race the fuck out of that bike. E Superstar. Hell yeah. So there we go. We've got a track bike downstairs. Yeah. You don't mind being a bitch around the 250. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he's not I'm only kidding, picking. He's not kidding, I'm only kidding. picking on Tyler because I can. We're gonna have to some, get rid of the beer bellies for corner five. No shit. Right. Some of the some of the best racing I've ever seen actually was that Ninja 250 class. Those guys are. You have to learn how to ride. Oh yeah, you have to stay pinned. Yeah. But anyway, but we'll get you guys on the track because the hyper the 1100 Motard will do fine. Yes. I mean, you're not gonna want. I wouldn't yeah. run Road Atlanta there. Because 120 is all you're going to get out of it, and you're going right. to be fighting that, right. and you're going to be at 120 halfway down the back straight. Right. Like Barber would be the only track, would be the biggest track. In which case, we reverse the gearing and we go from there. No, then you'd be doing 80. And no, no, no. We reverse it, go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Smaller rear. Yeah. But even then. But even yeah. then. But 
it would be Barber would be the biggest track I would take that bike to. Right. Oh, I just want to ride Barber. I just think it's a beautiful track. It's gorgeous. It's very abrasive. Yeah. Ah. You need to go. You need to go. Super bike. Let me know. Yep. I'll be down there. Yep. That's... I'll be working. So what is that? Fuck, I don't know. June? June, okay. I think. July, something like that? July would probably be awesome. Hang on, let's find out. Talk amongst yourselves again. All right, while he's doing that, uh, we're also going to slip into a break real soon, but before we take a break... Slip into something more comfortable. (laughs) Ooh, I don't mind if I do. Um, We're going to talk a little bit more about our favorite subject, uh, Patreon. Uh, As you can see, we've got some projects we've got going on here, even more we want to do. Join us on Patreon. Um, Throw a dollar. It would be appreciated. Um, anything you can do to help gets us to the point where we can get our ugly mugs up on YouTube and video. Um, we've got some connections working right now, uh, trying to get us some gear to review, um, and actually do some real reviews and any help that you can get us is going to give us the quality that you deserve. When's your, when, when is the weekend that never so, that looks like that's out of the story. So, is that the same weekend as the... <laughs> um, www.patreon.com backslash wingman's garage. Uh, yeah, I won't be able to come in then. <laughs> yeah. On that note, we're going to take our first break. We're and we'll be back in a minute. That really isn't that. that. I mean, that's that looks like the SC. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Project SC stuff's beautiful, but I just can't. I'm not getting any extra power out of it. No. And I mean, it's no. just going to be loud. Let's do that and be done with it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, that one. If you're just looking for sound and light. Well, see, the problem is. Bowling greens, they are very, so tiny. very strict on them. Very strict yeah. on the sound thing. And that damn bike, I don't know if you guys, y'all haven't heard it yet. We heard it. Heard it. It doesn't sound good. It's loud for stock. Yeah. It's loud as yeah. fuck for stock. So, let's see. That picture doesn't look like the same one that's on the bike. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, though, I mean, if you're for non riding, it's just at, such a small yeah. little can. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, hell, throw the stock pipe back on when you go to Bowling Green. But hell, if you're just looking for something for more sound, spend 150 bucks and buy a Dan motor and be done with it. You're not going to get any power out of it anyways. Get yourself one of those uh, true GP-style megaphones. Like they were running on the RC 212s. Get you a, get you a race fit growler from England. No, thank you. Hell, you might as well buy a Oh, they make their hot bodies GP pipe. That the race fit shit, their build quality is fantastic. <clears throat> but she fired it. It's too damn loud. Right. I might end up probably just you know, stock and go from there. If there was an easy way to just core my stock exhaust, I'd just do that for a while. But there's no. Uh, who was it? Was it Arrow? No, it was. Um, Leo Vinci. Mm-hmm. They had a badass exhaust for that bike. 
I like I like the Undertale. I like the Duel Undertale. Parks is actually carrying Leo again. But we can't get it. We can't get that. Why? The part numbers don't go far back enough. If I had a 821, I wouldn't have an issue. But as we discussed earlier, yeah. I, I can't sit. I can sit on an 821, but I can't ride it. Yeah, it's too damn. It's tall. like me on a 625 Adventure. It's not gonna work. Right, right. Um, that being said, while I was sitting there, I was looking at the uh, S1000RX. That's an interesting bike, isn't it? It is, and it's freaking huge. Yeah, it's a big damn bike. I, I thought it would be the same size as your bike. Nope, it's big. It's huge. It's big. I mean, it, it's cool as shit, but it's, it's huge. Bitch. It's got the same suspension, just longer tubes and everything. Yeah. yeah. Same motor. It's the exact same bike as mine, just better covering everything else. Right. And I'm not going to lie. While I was there. What? I tried very hard to stay away from the multi. Yeah, whatever. Especially that Pikes Peak that they had. Oh, yeah, the Pikes Peak's bad. Oh, it's so pretty. Of course, my hopes and dreams can't cover the cost of a Pikes Peak yet. Yeah. But soon enough. Soon enough. Right, Tyler? Soon enough. Maybe. Right? Right? Yes. But before we get too far, I do want to give a big shout-out to Tim at Deuce Sleeves. That's D-E-U-C-E. Sleeves. Like your shirt. What is D-U-E-C-E? Whatever. Deuce Leaves. Anyways, check him out on DeuceLeaves.com or also on Instagram. Tim's a great guy. Um, he basically started Deuce Leaves as an apparel company uh, trying to spread a message of hope. Uh, turns out he was a former athlete that had a, uh, a run-in with some drugs and it almost ended his life. And he got a second chance. Um, wants to kind of give people the hope to know that no matter what they're going through, they can uh, rise above. So, Tim, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Yes, keep it up. Um, he's actually given us a few uh, the hats for us to kind of show off. Um, nice stuff. So keep an eye on him. He's got a lot of stuff coming up. And like I said, keep up. Keep it up. Uh, other than that, where are we? Your house. Well, yeah, obviously. Our house. In the the middle middle of of our street. street. Wow. Yeah, we both went there. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Um, We're going to ride to this year. Oh, You know, obviously, there's going to be track days, but where are we going to ride to? We need to go to Springfield. 421. Springfield? Ohio? Illinois. Illinois. Okay. For the mile. Ah, gotcha. 421. What is 421? That baby gap? snake? What? 421, is that Baby Gap? What is Baby Gap? The Baby Gap. I've never, ever heard of No, it's the same. Oh, <laughs> baby Gap. All I'm thinking is we're not going to the damn mall. No, it's oh. not the damn mall, you moron. <laughs> it's, they call uh, yeah. They called it a... <laughs> it's Baby Gap because it's really twisty damn road like the Gap, but it's just shorter. Yeah, the Snake is more carbs, but it's also longer. I like that better. Yes, yes. And less people. Two mountains, up one mountain, or, you know, up one side and down the other. Then you have a straightaway that if you really want to be stupid, you could probably hit 200 on. And then you go up the next mountain and down that, and you turn around and you do it all again. That sounds like fun. I'm down. That's where I grew up at. I'm down. It's very close to, um, uh, 
always do this. I always forget the name of where did you where did you grow up? Well it's it's you start in Bristol, Tennessee. Oh. Um Damascus, Virginia is close to it. You get there and you can see uh the rock to you drop through and all that stuff. So neat little stuff. Good little place to play and then they've got the shady store, which uh, has pretty good food. Hang out, it's kinda of, everybody stops there and eats and and then you can take the split when you're done. Uh, you take the split that T-Bones at the Shady Store and go off of 421 and you take that down through Damascus and uh, Gorgeous Rod. Hmm. I approve. I approve. That we need to go <coughs> get Steve to let us follow. Um, take his one of his Franklin routes, that route that we did a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. We need to do that run bad. Yes, again. Definitely. Um, last year we went up to the Devil's Triangle. I haven't been out there. That was, it, first off, it was just a really nice ride out there. Um, the triangle is 40 miles, basically a triangle that goes up a mountain and comes back down the other side of it. And uh, on one side, actually on both sides, there's switchbacks. Just killer switchbacks. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think I've been there. And it's just really, really cool ride. And loved it last year. The weather could have been nicer. Um, it sure is interesting watching some of these guys on Harleys with ape hangers trying to go around these switchbacks. I could have probably stopped and watched that all day. Oh yeah, that's that's a bucket of popcorn and entertainment for <laughs> five hours. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was a good ride, and I think that's actually heading out towards uh, 421 on uh, Oak Ridge. Yeah, if you're going east. So. Yeah. And, of course, I still want to do the chair hole because I've heard nothing but good things. The chair hole is – you don't want to do that on the bike now. If you wanted to do that on the 14, you don't want to do that on the Hyper because it's really wide open and fast. Uh, still make it fun. I'm not arguing that, but chair hole is really wide open. And on the Hyper, you want to be on – at the gap. You don't want to be at chair hole. Right. You want to take my bike down chair hole. <laughs> You want to take a big bike through there and get us flat and get it. Hmm. Like these guys. Right. We're watching. We're still watching the Southern 100. Yeah. Now, if you've got any good ride ideas, email to us, podcast yeah. at wingmansgarage.net. Uh, tell us what you think. doesn't matter where you are in the world. Just tell us what you think. Um, I'll tell you, one thing I do miss uh, is the Crater Road back on Maui. Uh, for those of you listening in Hawaii, on Maui, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, this is a, a two-lane road that goes up the side of Mount Haleakala. I can't see it anymore, uh, which is a dormant volcano on Maui. And which is it, like the entirety of the island. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the entire east side of the island. Yeah. Um, but gorgeous road to ride on. I mean, you would have a blast. There. Oh yeah. You know, you're going up, it's fast, but at the same time, it's curvy as hell. You've got the view of the entire island and the ocean as you're going up and down, but don't get distracted because you go off the side of the road. Cool. Uh, yeah. About, uh, like, half the things that some of them, some of the roads that I've been on. Yeah. Would love to ride that again, but it's uh, very far from here. <laughs> very, very far. Um... Hmm. 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 Hmm.
things that make you go boo. Things that make you go boo. Anyway. Yep. Well, I think we're kind of running out of steam. We are kind of running out of steam right now. We're episode 13. 9.30, and I've been up since 4.30. I yeah. Really, so. Yeah, and I, I've been riding, and I just want to go ride some more. Yeah, and i got to go home and go to bed, wake up at 4.30 again in the morning. <laughs> so, I and guess we're going to call... my face. Cat butt, cat butt in my ear. I think we're going to call episode 13 and end. We're yeah. looking at just about 45 minutes in. A so. quick one. We're all right. Yeah. It's a quickie. Sometimes quickies are good. Quickies are always good. But uh, hang in there, and we'll catch you next week. Same wing channel. Same wing time. Oh, God. Well, you know. Gonna make a funny. No, we're gonna let that one roll just because it was, anyway. Just because it's, you know. Because it's Christmas. That's right. So join us again on all of the social media, Wing Man's Garage, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The Twitter, even though I don't really use Twitter, oh, but we're there. Uh, and uh, soon, hopefully, some videos on YouTube. Yeah, we'll get some ride videos going, and just some of us goofing off on the on the street. Not oh, yeah. acting stupid, just goofing just off, having fun. Anyways, this is Crystal Wingman, Tyler, and Daniel the Pretty Boy, saying good night, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to Wingman's Garage. For business inquiries, email us at podcasts at wingmansgarage.net. We're waiting. What? Noochie boochies. There we go. (laughs)